Hospital Radio Perth's sports programmes are sponsored by A and B Taxis, keeping Perth moving. Taxis to meet your every need. A and B Taxis, getting Perth from A to B. You can't forget the number. Perth six three four five six seven. The Tuesday Team Talk podcast is brought to you in association with Andy's Man Club and the Chris Mitchell Foundation. Hospital Radio Perth supports the aims of both organisations in helping address issues of mental health and well-being among young men. Hi, it's Alan Dedicote here, the voice of the National Lottery. I always listen to Tuesday Team Talk. Why? Because they're always talking balls. Tuesday Team Talk. What do they know? Hee-haw, that's what. I love it. And I love it too. Good evening and welcome to yet another Tuesday Team Talk. I'm Peter Hay and following the government's example, we are on to our third presenter in as many weeks. We have never had it so good. <laughs> I'm very pleased you think so, Liz. Uh, well, I'm, del- I'm Peter Hay and uh, I'm delighted to say that I'm joined as usual by that doyen of Perthshire journalism, Jim Masson. Good evening, Jim. And, uh, well, we're uh, short-handed tonight. Yeah, short-staffed. You know, I'm very disappointed because Falkirk got beat on Saturday and Fraser's no here. Ah, that might have a bearing on his absence. He was doing (laughs) cartwheels last week. Uh, Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Yeah, got turned over by Kelty Hart. Yeah, we've heard about form lately, actually. But mind you, so had Falkirk. Yeah, that's true. um, You know, but uh, so so that was a bit of a surprise to me. I think it was more than a surprise to Fraser. I think he's absolutely crestfallen, the poor (laughs) lad. But however, having said that... um, you know, uh, we give him a hard enough time when he's when he's here, so let's not give him too hard a time when he's not here. Well, I, I, I would have thought when he's not here is the time, very yeah, right time he to will give him listen, a hard time. He will <laughs> listen to the podcast, he will get to hear this, and uh, so, yes. but, um, so oh, well. there you go. Okay, well, let's uh, let's leave Fraser and his, uh, his woes behind for a moment and um, head back uh, to Friday night and uh, Easter Road for... Uh, well, what started? I mean, the first half was dire. <laughs> well, yeah, I was looking for a polite term, but yeah, dire, you're dire. right, dire. Um, second half, on the other hand. Yeah, I mean, a great victory for St. Johnson, but I played for 45 minutes again. And, yeah. You know, doing this too often. But the manager made tweaks. I mean, to be fair to Callum, he's not frightened to make changes. Mm. He makes them during the game and, 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 the, and the system. He, 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 he's not frightened to make substitutions. Uh, the tweaks worked. Mm. They did work. Um, it, it was a slightly strange, for me, a, um, a slightly strange starting lineup, though. Yeah, yeah, but I think, you know, I mean, having been a full-time journalist and, and, and being in a position where I've asked managers about their starting lineup and the changes made, you often find things like, you know, well, so-and-so only trained for two days this week and, you know, so-and-so was feeling sick this morning, and, you know. Mm. So, you know, you, you take these things, like, I'm not saying that was the case on Saturday, I, I don't know, because mm. uh, I'm not in that, I'm not a full-time in it anymore. Um, so I, I don't know, but you often find things like that. I mean, the manager will put out our 
the best 11 he feels his mm. best 11 to start the game um, you know the changes that were made worked I know yeah. there's been a lot said oh Hibs had a man sent off and Wotherspoon came on and Wotherspoon dominated the midfield which he did I still think Wotherspoon would have dominated that midfield had McGuinness stayed on the park I don't really think the sending off uh, changed I think St Johnson would still have won the game I, I've mm. got to be honest and say that because I, I think that once they really got to grips with the game they, they really became a very very good side and, and Hibs found it hard to contain them and, and also you know if you look at the, the height of the Hibs Central defenders, mm. Dickie Clark and Stevie May get in with two headers and score. Yes. And Stevie yes. May gets in between Bashiri, Rocky Bashiri, Paul Hanlon and Ryan Porteous. Yes. You know, so, I mean, Hibs have got to ask questions about their defence there. But also we've got to say, well, well done to Clark and May for sticking their head in where it hurts. Yes, absolutely. You know, and going for it. Um, my feeling was that I, th- I thought Stevie May should have started because yeah. I think we play better when we've got two up front yeah, like I th- that. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Um, but he's been unfortunate to be left out at times lately. But mm. then again, the manager didn't shirk the responsibility. He brought him on at half time. Yeah, because yeah. he felt he could make it. He could make a difference, yeah. and he did make a difference. Oh, he did. You know, it, um, it, indeed he did. Um, my uh, and and the other one that came. I mean, David Wotherspoon. There was absolutely no way he was ever going to start because he he's just coming back from injury he's um he played what 20 minutes something like yeah that, just over that taking his um, 30 but uh, yeah uh he hasn't got 90 minutes in him yet hopefully he will have before he, too long he might have on saturday he may have to on saturday you know uh, Mind you, you've got Kerry coming back of course Kerry's for saturday um so you know, you know. We, we've got options yeah, we've got options. We've got a good squad, and also Ryan McGowan. I thought played played quite well. Mm. Now Ryan McGowan and David Wallisman, of course, are tr- trying to get into their country's World Cup squads. You know, and hopefully they'll make it. And um, you know, mm. and, and also the the, the, the lads Phillips, we haven't seen too much of. I th- he's in the cusp of the turn to the Bacon yeah I, I was going to say know, he, um, he needs to get games yeah, there for, yeah. for for him to get mm. in there. McGowan, I think, probably made a pretty good. Um, standing for for I, mean, I think he's in the the wider squad. He's not in the yeah, in the yeah, in the yeah. named squad. But I mean, he's certainly in the wider squad, and I would have thought he he made a good case mm-hmm. for being brought in. Yes, yes, he did. Um, and he, uh, the good thing about Ryan is he can play central defence. He can play fullback. He can play in the middle mm. of the park. You know, he's very versatile. Mm. Uh, he's been a good signing for us, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, well, to the game itself, um, the Hibs goal, not a great do- deal that Remy Matthews could have done about it. No, no. Um, it was interesting. Uh, <laughs> when uh, it was announced who the scorer was, I thought, wait a minute, Max Kucherabi, he plays for <laughs> yes, us. I, I guy's exactly got the same sim- guy's got a similar name and he comes from Ukraine. I thought, wait yeah. a minute, he plays for us. Yeah, I uh, had the same thought. You know, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, no, um, decent finish. Um, mm. The ball that came in, it could have been stopped. But yeah, you can look at any goal that's scored and say, that shouldn't have happened, you know. You can, you, you know... Basically, any goal, even even rockets from thirty yards, or oh, great goal, yeah. But I mean, who was closing him down? You know, uh, well, that type good, of thing, you know. It's, good point. I mean, if you're being critical, you can criticise every goal that's scored. <laughs> you know. Well, let's let's head for the elephant in the room, Jim. Uh, the VAR. It was the very first time that 
VAR has been uh, used in the Scottish League. Um, as far as Saints were concerned, I thought it went pretty well. Yeah. Can I just say, I, I'm actually not going to answer that question, Peter, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Mm. When you asked that question, your right hand moved into an offside position. <laughs> so that makes the question <laughs> null and void. So, so. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Very sharp. I've been practising that one all week. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, no, it did work well for us. Mm. And I'll tell you, Peter, honestly, you know as well, so what, with the decisions that went against us last season, yeah. they yeah. cost us points. I mean, they did yeah. not oh, Question. Yeah. There were seven decisions that went against mm. us that cost mm. us points. Mm. So I hope it works. Well, I hope it works in, in every team's favour, in as much as I hope it shows it, it's fair. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, the only thing I've got against is, is there's going to be an awful lot of time added on at the end of games. Yes. I mean, you, yes. Saw, you saw that situation with the Hearts Celtic game, where. Mm. It, it, it was a penalty that she's not given in favour of Hearts, but they waited till the VAR had a look at it about a minute and a half later. The referee had to call the whole thing back and take the mm. ball up the other end of the park for a penalty. Um, whereas he might have been better, um, I don't know, given a penalty, even though he was doubtful about it, he might have been better given a penalty and then VAR step and say, wait a minute, it, yeah. no, it's actually mm. not. Which, I mean, in that case, it actually was. But... Yeah, I mean it's it's going to cause it's causing contentious situations yeah. in England. It's cause contentious situations up here. Um, I'd like to see it. I mean, a wee bit more quicker. But yeah, it was a yeah. good VAR start. Um, to be fair to the referee, he did well because he was under awful pressure. Well, that's really. what I was. I mean, the, eyes, the eyes of the football world were on him. That's you know? what I was going to say. I thought Kevin Clancy. In, uh, who I, I, I've long thought was one of the better referees in Scotland, anyway, but I thought he got everything absolutely spot yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Um, including the uh, Martin, Martin Boyle. Boyle yeah. um, he, 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 well, I was, I was giving him a four point eight. Uh, uh, I'm not sure about you. Yeah, um, yeah I, you know, some I like Martin because Martin's a player. That's he's come a great up, player, but why does he do I it? I don't know. As Martin's a player that's come up the hard way. I mean, he, he's an Aberdeen lad. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But he signed for Montrose, and he was there for quite a wee while before mm -hmm. Dundee picked him up. And he was in and out of the team at Dundee. Mm -hmm. You know, he was, he was not a regular. And then he got a move to Hibs, and he's just blossomed. Absolutely mm. blossomed, and he so he had to battle his way to the top, Martin. I was disappointed that he did that because he's a nice lad, and mm. Um, mm. you know I was just I was just disappointed. But I mean I don't know I, I don't know why players do the players know what they do. It maybe comes automatically to them. I don't know. Um, I've, I've been in press conferences whereby um, teams have been awarded penalties, and I've said to the player, uh, "It looked pretty soft to me." Ah, oh, well, I felt contact. Yeah, but you feel contact in all areas of the football part, and then you go down. You know, if, if you're a winger and you go past, if past a full back, you feel contact because he's brushing against you. But then you go down, no, because you're <laughs> going to go to the byline and cross the ball. Aye. But when it happens in the box, oh, you're down like a sack of tatties. You know, it's it's um, yeah, it's it's very irritating. With luck, the fact that VAR is there and and the players will get used to the fact that it's there may may cut it out a bit because they will know that even if the ref mm -hmm. gives them a, a, a penalty it will automatically be checked and if there yeah. isn't um, enough to go down uh, yeah. VAR will reverse it yeah I mean, you'd, you'd hope so, but, mm. uh, but we'll see. VAR very much in its infancy, but it, yeah. it worked well. Uh, well, I, I, as I say, I thought Kevin Clancy did very well. I thought mm. he made 
the right decisions and of those that were checked and there are we know um, four instances in which mm-hmm. they will be checked um, and and actually the McGuinness one McGinnis one was not one of the situations which would have been checked no, but, no. I mean what a silly boy he was yeah, I mean, <laughs> young laddie, 20,000 there, you're the home team. Aye. The atmosphere gets to you. Yeah. And he knew right away, you just, wait a minute, he started to walk before the referee took, yeah. took yeah. the card out, you yeah. knew he was going. Um, but that's another thing, 20 plus thousand there. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that tells you something. Now, I know there were a couple of problems getting the Saints support in yes because um, a lot of unhappy punters yeah the, the there were only a couple of gates open i think yeah. for for all those folk and uh, you know when you're messing about i don't know about you but when you're messing about with a ticket on your phone mm-hmm. you've got to find it and you've got it in place and then your phone goes off you've got to start it up again you uh, you know yeah. it's i just find it a bit of a nightmare yes yeah, so actually. do i to be honest i, I mean before uh, but in the season tickets i mean damn this uh, this season came out about a couple of and we did a couple of home games before they came out <coughs> and it wasn't too bad on my phone uh, but I know some people had awful problems like finding it on mm. their phone and whatever and you know and but uh, hey, hey ho I've got the, the plastic season ticket I, I just uh, yes I have mine now too so uh, yeah it's all good it's all good uh, it's all good and I hope it continues to be all good on Saturday come on it's a tough game they're going well mm. um, but I tell you what hand, it would be an awful handy three points it would take us four points clear of them yeah. and it would bring us near we, uh, I'm not seeing the table could we go top six if we went on Saturday oh, possibly yes um, possibly no yeah now let me have a quick look and let's have a a, a a search of that because I think Hearts, see. Hearts we are a point above us they won't play it on the Sunday Hearts, Hearts have 14 points and they're seventh mm-hmm. Livingston have 16 and have yep. the same goal dis- di- distance goal difference mm-hmm. as, as we do so theoretically if Hearts well we we play before Hearts you say mm-hmm. um, if uh, if Saints win and Livingston don't mm-hmm. Then, yeah, we we fear it. Well, no, Saints have to win and yeah. Livingston have to lose. Yeah, I think uh, for us to get into the top six. I think Livingston have got Celtic. Uh, oh yes, I think you might well be right. Let me just uh, go out and have a quick check of that. Um, it is oh, that's a strange one. It is, um, but where are we? Oh yeah, I, th- I think they have. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it is um, Livingston Celtic on Sunday. That's on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, must Sunday t- at midday. Be, well, there you go. I mean, if we if we win on Saturday, mm-hmm. oh, well, we we would go. Yeah, we, we would go sixth. We would in, in in but perhaps not for very long. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. Well, we will speak about uh, the weekend's fixtures. Uh, in a wee while because I, oh, I think we really ought to uh, having talked about uh, St Johnston's um, wonderful win at the weekend um, two great goals two great headers um, there was one there was a suspicion I think of Nicky Clark maybe pushed the defender but uh, and VAR had a look and I think the Hibs fans were desperately hoping against hope but there was nothing absolutely I mean, nothing in it at N- all Nicky Clark 
it's not the build of Ryan Porteous. <laughs> you know, that so, is true. Uh, you know, <laughs> Nicky Clark shoving Ryan Porteous out of the road. I mean, well, I suppose it could happen if he catches Ryan Porteous unawares. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, defenders have got to stand their ground, Peter. Absolutely. Yep. You yep. know, yep. I mean, it's. I mean, I, I, I've always had the theory: if a ball comes into the box, it's up to the this, to to the defending side to defend it. Yeah. You yep. know. And the defending side are facing the ball coming out the box, unless it's coming from a wide angle. They're be- and even then, they're kind of facing it. Mm. But it's the attacking side, unless the ball is pulled right back, are not facing the ball. You know, if you see what I mean. I mean yeah. The only yeah, way yeah. the attacking side are facing the ball is if somebody, unfortunately, and in order to be against goes to the byline and cuts it back, then Jacques and Marcus was facing the ball. Yeah. But in other times, they're not. Yeah. So, you, you yeah. know, the, the, the favourite to get it is always going to be the defender because he's actually facing the ball. Um, it, it's, yeah, and, and actually, more often than not, the defender actually gets the benefit of the doubt. Yes, um, especially that defender's a goalkeeper. Especially if that defends def- defenders a goalkeeper, you're absolutely right. Um, it is nice to see the offside um, looking uh, or looks. Uh, there has to be a definite gap in their various lines mm-hmm. um, before they will give offside. I'm, I'm pleased to see that. I want to just come on to uh, Connor McLennan for a moment mm-hmm. um, because that was the um, <laughs> archetypal saint and sinner. Um, performance from him the first goal probably his mistake that led to it Um, there was a hint of a foul but it certainly wasn't enough to to get it pulled back but the cross for Stevie May's goal sublime I like McLennan because he really is trying so hard Mm, mm. Um, he seems to enjoy it Perth Um, you know his, his performances are always full of of vigour, you know, I mean, he's keen to get on the ball, he shouts for it, he makes good runs, he lays goals on, you know, um, he, he's clearly delighted to be where he is. Mm. And uh, I just hope it works for the laddie. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, uh, all power to his elbow. And the more the more game time, of course, he gets, uh, the better he's going to be. And a goal, um, and a goal will do that. A goal will good. do him no harm at all. He has missed a couple of sitters Aye, um, so, I, think, yeah. I think once he gets a goal mm. you know it's like Theo Beer's got a goal now I think you'll see a difference in these players hopefully once once, once McLennan's on the mark mm. Um, mm. I think you'll see a difference in the lad right well now we've got VAR uh, as our subject so let's have a wee look at um, the games from uh, Saturday um, and just talk a little bit about how VAR kind of uh, affected those games. And obviously the first one you you come to is the Hearts 3, uh, Celtic 4. Now, frankly, without VAR, I wouldn't have been surprised at all if Celtic had won that 6-1. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, Um, you know. um, It was certainly one where the VAR referee, whoever he was, was um, very much... um, I'm not... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure who it was. I know the the referee on the park was Nick Walsh. Yeah, and yeah. he, for me, made uh, a couple of pretty. Actually, it was Stephen McLean. I think was a VAR referee. Oh right, I think was it? it was, was yeah. it? Okay. Uh, he was kept a busy, busy boy. Yeah. Well, but... Nick Walsh seemed to be relying um, f- far too much on uh, the VAR, as you said earlier. Um, there was a point at which Hearts should have got a penalty. And he waved play on, mm-hmm. presumably in the hope that VAR would check it and, it and 
tell him yeah. whether he was wrong or right. Yeah, you're quite, um, but I'm I'm not sure that that's the way VAR should work. Well, possibly there's got it's going to be contentious issues, but it looked like they got all the all the decisions right in the end. In the end, you but know, how but, long did it take for? Some well, of that's those? A, that's the thing. I mean, as I explained that one earlier, you know that um, mm. I think Hearts were attacking. They got there uh, was a penalty. Nick Boss didn't give it. The ball was down the other end of the part. VAR had a look and so said to him in his ear that was a penalty. So that you had to hold the play all the way back mm. up, the black up. And um, a penalty was given. And you also had the situation with the encroachment. It's a long time since yeah. I've seen a retake given for encroachment. Yeah, and but it seemed to be... Well, I, I, I mean, I know why it was done, because the the encroaching player, Ginelli, Ginelli. I think, um, actually put the penalty away. Yeah. But there were... Three, Three Celtic, Celtic players, players inside, in, front, the area, yeah. in front of him. Yeah, I just wonder how many times that's happened and teams haven't been, and there's been no retake. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see from now on oh. where players' position, where the players who aren't taking the penalty position themselves. Because yes. that's obvious, that's something that the, the VAR referee's been told to look at, obviously. He's been told, now we've got VAR, let's look at things like this. Aye. So Aye. they're going to start looking at foul throws now. No, you know, no, I, I, no, because there are four absolute definite areas that they're allowed to look at, and one is goals. When a goal is scored, mm-hmm. you go back, which is why the encroachment mm-hmm. becomes important. Um, so there's there's that there's the APP, which is the attacking phase. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, where they go back, uh, which is why in the Saints game they went back um, to the um, dispossession of Conor McLennan mm-hmm. um, before the Hibs goal was scored. Um, so there's that one, uh, red cards, and there's one other, and I can't now for the life of me remember what it is, uh, penalties, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the this is why I said jo- Josh McGuinness... Um, might have Kyle McGuinness. Uh, where did I get Joshua? Because he plays for a team down south. Because he plays for a team down and south. And I think he scored at the weekend I as well. I think he did. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Kyle McGuinness um, uh, was sent off, but that doesn't get checked because it's a second yellow card. Seems slightly strange to me, yeah. but um, the only way that would be referred to the VAR ref is if they thought there was some. Uh, possibility of uh, mistaken identity mm-hmm. and of course there wasn't no no um, so um, yeah I, I, I mean that heart Celtic game I mean uh, notwithstanding all that nonsense it was an astonishing game yes it was <laughs> it's a decent advert for Scottish football to yeah. be fair um, yeah yeah know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean and, and if if there were neutrals watching it I mm-hmm. should think they were absolutely riveted yeah and Lauren Shatland comes on as a sub and gets a hat trick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, how, yes. And I, I mean, you, you've got to say that I, I completely sympathise with Robbie Nielsen, who, who said, you know, you score three against Celtic at home and you lose. Mm-hmm. What's that all about? Um, you know, he, yeah. <laughs> but as we've said on this programme time and time again, and they did it to us um, not a, a few weeks ago, uh, they keep going. Mm-hmm to the very last mm-hmm. kick of the ball. Unfortunately for us. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately for us yeah. and unfortunately for Hearts yeah. as well. Um, so I, I think probably I'm safe in saying that that game, the Hearts-Celtic game, was probably the one with the most 
contentious mm -hmm. issues mm -hmm. in it um, because the other games, Kilmarnock won, Ross County nil. Now, you've touched on Kilmarnock earlier on. They are having a, a slight mm -hmm. revival, but it is slight. And hopefully it remains yeah. slight. Um, I think their boy Armstrong, who unfortunately scored against us, mm. uh, is sitting a rich vein of form. And mm. I think it's imperative St Johnson to keep him quiet. Um, yeah. You know, um, I'm slightly worried about the fact that Dodge might play because, but a simple reason was when he joined Tibbs, he wasn't doing well at all. Until he and came in and McPartney got a hat trick, you know. <laughs> so I'm a wee bit worried about yeah, him if he, if, he, if he turns up and plays, like, you know. I do remember, um, and, and the chances, of course, are that he will because Kyle Lafferty's bad for 10 games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so. I have, um, have to say, I'd forgotten that Doig had moved there. Yeah. I don't think he scored for them yet. Doidge, rather. But I don't think it, well, had he No, scored? I don't think he has, but I'm not sure how much game time he's had. No, with them. no, he hasn't had a lot. But I mean, he'll probably play, but uh, but we've got three good central defenders uh, Liam Gordon, Alec Mitchell, and uh, Andy Considine, you know. So. And we don't, we, I mean, to be honest, our defence is fairly solid. We mm -hmm. don't lose that many goals. No, we don't. We Let's don't. touch wood rapidly and yeah. cross our fingers, oh, yes. but, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think as if we can play to our our, our, our kind of potential, I think we'll be okay in that one. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a great three points to get, because after that we've got Rangers at home, then we're away to St Mirren, then we're home at Motherwell. And then we're off for six weeks. Yeah, we're off for, yeah, yeah. So or that gives us a is, great yeah. chance to pick up points, and I think we mm. will on Saturday. Rangers hopefully not so sure I think we'll get something at St Mirren where we've got a terrific record against St Mirren and Paisley and then Motherwell at home but uh, well, let's, let's, say, let's end up this part of the season on, a, on the on crest a of a wave Well you mentioned Rangers there Let, let's look at them for just a moment Rangers won, Livingston won that was a, a, a surprise to me good goal that um, uh, Livingston scored oh, Newbly, Newbly. Uh, ex Arbroath um, John and I saw him playing for Arbroath mm -hmm. and yeah. he was oh, he was I. class um, so uh, that was a, a massive surprise to be honest that uh, Rangers had not managed to break uh, Livingston down until after uh, Livingston went down to 10, ten men. men yeah, um, yeah especially at Ibrox we keep uh, tipping Livingston to go down, you know, people are saying they're the new Hamilton, you know, they'll, they'll escape the drop for so long and then all of a sudden, you know, one, one of these days the trap door will shut on them, I'm not so sure. Mm. Uh, they, they continue to astound everybody and full match to their manager, David Martindale. Yeah. You know, um, he, full, full, I mean, he's, you look at his team and you think, well... Journeyman at best. Yeah, yeah. No but, stars. No, no, but I mean, really... Um, you know, it's, it's it's remarkable the job he's mm. done. You know, can they hang on to him? I mean, what what, well, what I'm getting at, I think, is that there are you know the, there are jobs coming up in England, in in lower leagues in England, um, and up here, and he never seems to be mentioned. It's, yeah, it's strange that because Dundee United jobs come up, yeah, wasn't mentioned. Motherwell job came up, mm. wasn't mentioned. Yeah, um, yeah. What else has come up in Scotland? There's uh, was St. Uh, well, as Aberdeen. S well, S uh, Aberdeen came up. Yeah, not mentioned. St. Mirren came up. St. Mirren came not up. Not mentioned. Well. Yeah, other jo jobs in England came up. Not mentioned. Mm. It could be that David Martindale is a perfect fit for Livingston, and Livingston's a perfect fit mm. for David Martindale. But it, it, and it, it's it, quite it maybe he has too much baggage well, for some maybe, clubs. But, but I can't see yeah, that. But you know. <sighs> 
I mean, you, you've got you see some managerial appointments. You think, well, I mean, the managers have had poor records as managers. Poor yeah. records and keep getting jobs. Yeah, you know, you think, well, what are they doing? <laughs> yes. They're doing appointing him. You know, yeah. and his record is remarkable. Yeah, I mean, they've got probably the smallest budget in Scot in, in the Scottish top league. Mm. Mm. You know, they they they're, they're, he's plucking players from the English lower leagues. I mean, he's got the boy Montana. Now I'm not sure where he got. He's a cracking player, the left sided player. He's a Colombian. Mm. Uh, he's, 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 got, he's brought him in, you know. Omienga, the Belgian midfield player, mm. was a yeah, super little a, player. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, but it's same, strange. It's a strain for some of his players. You look at Scott Pittman, who I think could do a job for any Scottish side, and nobody ever seems to come in for him. Mm. You know, it's it's a bizarre one. I mean, he'll be delighted nobody's coming in for his players. Look Absolutely. At, look at Nicky Devlin, the, the captain. Yes, yes. Um, uh, the fullback. What a, what a performance he's puts in week in, week out. Nobody ever seems to come in for him, you know? It's, 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 it is it's, it's a baffling one, yeah, you know, yeah. because it's as if people think, well, they're, they're not good enough. But I mean, <laughs> well, look, I, at, I I look at their league are. position. Uh, that tends to belie that. Yeah, uh, yeah. that yeah. I mean, Livingston directors will be absolutely delighted, you know, but you just, you just think to yourself, mm. you know, it's... Uh, your jobs are coming up and he, he's not getting quoted yeah. and, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a baffling one. It's a weird one. Before we go on to the other two games from Saturday, um, there is one job that has come up um, at Northern Ireland, um, which I thought at one point Tommy Wright was a shoe-in mm -hmm. for. Um, he's not even being mentioned, as far as I know no, now. No. They're looking at Michael O'Neill. Yeah, but also they must be looking at Neil Lennon as well. Who's left it? Who's, who's now no longer in the Cypriot club? Oh, he'd be contentious, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would, but he might do the job. But I mean, mm. I don't know. Maybe I'd, I've not spoken to Tommy lately, so I just don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe Tommy said I'm the winter. Said I, just, I don't know. He, he might, he might not have. I've not spoken to him, so, so I, 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 I don't know. I but, find it. I would find it very hard to believe that mm -hmm. Tommy had said no. Yes, yes, I, I, I really would. But um, you know, it's um, you know, it's. Uh, yeah, it's interesting going on. It's a job. And yeah. it, it might be Michael. Mike, Michael, of course, is a former St. Johnson player. Absolutely. Yeah, um, former Brecon manager. Yeah, here's one for you. Mm. I'm going to test you here. Who was the first St. Johnson player to be capped at full international level? There you go. And Northern Ireland is the clue. Ooh, that's going back a long time. Yes, it's going back way. to the 1920s. 20s. It was a chap called Joe Toner, an outside left. Who played for Northern Ireland uh, really? in a game against? Oh, who was it against? It was in <laughs> Belfast. St <laughs> Johnson signed. St Johnson actually signed him from Arsenal. Would you believe? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I'm I'm copping out of this one, Jim, by saying, before my time. It was before <laughs> mine as well. But Joe Toner, that is the answer. Joe Toner. Really? Gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Left. Yeah. Oh well. Now, uh, so um, yeah, we, we mentioned Northern Ireland there. Um, I suspect it probably will be Michael O'Neill. Um, but there are others in the frame. Um, the uh, I wonder actually whether they won't go poaching because um, uh, there are a couple of very good Irish managers in Scotland at the moment. Yeah, Stephen Robinson. Mm. Yeah, uh, Jim Goodwin as well. Jim Goodwin. Well, he's mm. Southern Ireland. Of he's course, so, well, yeah. yeah, but it doesn't seem to. No, you no, know now with um, um, the freedom no, of movement. Talk, talking about um, Northern Ireland, I was flicking, I was watching. Last Wednesday, the English Football League highlights on ITV4, when that finished about half past 11, mm. I was still awake, so I was flicking through the channels, and oh, lo and behold, pop pops up on BBC3. 
Linfield against Glenthorne. Oh, wonderful. Happy days. Yay. And the game had just started when a Linfield player was booked for a rather rash challenge. Who was it? <laughs> Kyle McLean, ex-St. Johnston. Oh, no. So, no, no, uh, no. so there we go. <laughs> and on the bench for Linfield was Etu Vertinen. Yeah. He fell asleep after 70 minutes, so he hadn't been on by then, so I don't know if he got on later on. But um, uh, No, I'm not that I know of, but um, I'm, I'm prepared to be correct. So I've been looking at television cha- schedules, and you do get Northern Irish football on BBC channels, but it's rather late at night, so ah. I might be looking again. But I thought, oh, happy and days. this was on BBC... BBC 3, but three. half past 11 last Wednesday night. Wow. Happy well, days. Yeah, sad. Sounds, sounds like a yeah. winner. Yeah. Um, you weren't tempted by the uh, Pollock game on m- Monday night? I, w- I was. All I right. watched it last night. Oh, did you? I, I thought, I, it, was, I I thought it was really good. I didn't, actually. Some terrific goals. And uh, Annan very, ne- very nearly equalised uh, very late on in the game. But, uh, yeah, it was it was good. And I noticed um, Fraser Mullen, ex-Cowden Beath, was given man of the match. for mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's, He did well for Pollock. As did Robbie Buchanan, also ex-Cowden Beath. Oh, wow. It's amazing the amount of guys and yeah. faces and names you recognise pop up in these games. It's like watching the English Football League highlights when it gets to the yeah. Championship in the League 1 and League and think, 2. You think, oh, oh, I remember oh, him. I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we've got two games that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, so we'll rattle through there. Motherwell 1, Aberdeen 2... Mm-hmm. Um, Motherwell sh- possibly could have had a penalty in that. Could have had. Didn't they get? Didn't they get? <laughs> tough. Good goal by Majowski. Yes. And Aberdeen have started to kind of pick up a bit after a rocky <laughs> rocky patch last week. Uh, and, a ro- and a battering from Dundee United. And a, a, well, yeah. There's the other game, of course. St Mirren 2 Dundee United won. What is going on there? They they beat Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. They can't beat St Mirren. They could they beat us? They couldn't beat us. That's right. No, um, I mean, we think the bubble the bubble may have bursteth there. But um, listen, I hope they stay up because I'll tell you why. And I hope Dundee get up because it's more money oh, for St Johnston. Yeah. The crowds, the crowds, the crowds, the crowds are built. Yeah, uh, that's right. I mean, it's uh, interesting to see that your mate um, Tam Thomas. Tom, Tom is looking Tom, for a job. Uh, yeah, he um, left Honvéd last yeah, week after yeah. 14 matches. I think they're eight yeah. in the Hungarian league. Yeah. Um, any chance at all that he might come back to Tannadice? No. No, I don't fair enough. So. I don't think so. But he'll, he could come back to Scottish football. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, that as a team, he and um, I want to say Liam Fox, but I'm not sure that is his Liam. name. Is he, is he Liam Fox? Liam Fox, yeah. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. He's not a politician then. No, no, no. Different, different Liam Fox. The, the, the Liam Fox that's a politician is a cousin of Tony Doherty, the ex Johnson number two. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Small world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it just struck me that Fox and, and um, Courts might make a good team. And with Dundee United kind of up and down and struggling a bit yeah um, I, th- I don't think it'll be to United he, he will come mm. back he could come back into an, to an English side you know yeah. he's a terrific record for beginning on young players and that's what yes. attracts chairman you know uh, he did it at Honved yeah. Um, yeah and I'm not quite sure what's, what went wrong uh, there that, that they've kind of decided to part company it's, it's, you take a risk going to these sides because I mean it's like Britain and getting rid of prime ministers or getting rid of managers like confetti, like you know. I mean, it's like, I mean, <laughs> do we you, want to go down that no, route, Jim? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when was when was St Johnson's last home game? When was that? Um, was oh, it? no, that was Celtic. 
Yeah, so how many prime ministers have we had since then? Um, that's a very good question, but I know my my second grandson is now seven weeks old, and he's seen three. Three, aye, so. uh, and two monarchs. Uh, aye, aye, a couple of chancellors thrown out as uh, well. Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, yes, I think perhaps we we leave that one yes. to the mists of of time. Um, perhaps did you best. say mists or myths? There, uh, myths. Oh. Well, a bit of both actually. Uh, myths and uh, legends of the <laughs> of the Tory Party. There's a there's a book that needs written. Right. Um, so let's have a look at um, the games that are going on today. Um, hasn't started yet, but there's one game in the championship in Scotland. That is Air United v Partick. Um, an interesting one, I suspect. Partick scoring well most of the time. Apart from getting thumped Apart at the weekend. Apart from getting thumped at the weekend. But <laughs> yeah. uh, up until then, they've been yeah, going okay. They went to Inverness and won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but here, I saw here, and, and, and you would see them as well, uh, playing us in the, in the Betfred Cup. And Aye. I didn't think too much of them, to be honest. But they're going well. They are and going Lee quite Bullen's well. got them going. Yeah. This could be very crucial tonight because they're both at the top end of the league. If Air United win, it's a quite a dunt to Partick Thistle. Um, interestingly, there's a game on Friday night, uh, which is not because of TVs, because Queen's Park are at home. Well, when I say they're at home, they're playing at uh, Ojo View's Tennis Muir's ground, which mm. they're sharing at the moment. They're playing Dundee, which is because Tennis Muir have got a home game on the Saturday. So That's right. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, there's a lot to play for in that league before Saturday well, 3 o'clock yeah, turns up. Partick, Partick going, well, uh, until, as you say, last weekend, Partick going well, they're second. Uh, Inverness are at the top of that league. Queen's Park shifted themselves up. Owen Coyle um, going great guns there. Yeah, uh, all the best to Oni. Um, mm. You know, we could be seeing him in the Premier next season. Uh, and also Queen Sparker, who's mm. uh, the big backer is Willie Hockey, who is the son of a former St. Johnson player. In, yeah, indeed, yeah. absolutely. And interesting to note that uh, it was, what, three seasons ago they were amateurs? Yes. They've only just... Yes, just yeah. turned pro. Extraordinary. Yeah. Um, Air are fourth on 18, so there's only three points between the... The well, the top six actually. Um, Dundee are in uh, fifth place, and Morton are in sixth. But Air, Dundee, yeah. and Morton all have eighteen points, although Air have played a game less. Dundee well, not going as well as well. Uh, they're, they'd they're, chug, they're chugging along. I, th- I still hope they'll be there. I hope they'll get up. Um, but it's an interesting scenario that you're seeing uh, Inverness Thistle, Cali Thistle, sorry, Inverness Cali Thistle are top at the moment. Mm. You could have a situation whereby between now and, and Saturday night you could have three different leaders, three different clubs leading that league. That's very true. I mean, it is really, have. really tight. Inverness top on 21 um, with 12 games played. Partick Thistle second on 20, but only 11 games played. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen's Park on 12 games played they're on 20 and then as I say Air, Dundee and Morton all on 18 yeah. but Air have played the the 11 uh, so yeah I mean it's it's an interesting and a very tight league yeah yeah it's um, yeah it is um, mm. and it's going to be topsy-turvy to mm. quote an old phrase between now and the end of the scene I just hope Dundee get up yeah, yeah. well from Saints point of view I think it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a I mean, huge it's, uh, a, a huge advantage because yeah. they bring, they bring a massive a crowd. crowd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and and it's nice to be able to go to Dundee and win. Yeah, 
Um, you know, nothing more, nothing more fun on a no, Saturday no, than going to dens and no, no, and, and no, turning no. them over. Right. So let's have a look into uh, then today's games in the Champions League. There's uh, two have finished already. Uh, Salzburg won. Chelsea two, no surprise there. Graham Potter doing he's uh, doing marvelous, fantastic he's, job, he's isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, um, and Billy Reed is his number two. Aye, absolutely. Uh, yes. It's interesting. It's, here's an interesting fact: when Billy Reed was manager of Hamilton, one of his coaching staff was Graham Jones, who is now assistant at Newcastle. Assistant at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. would have thought two guys that were running the football playing side of Hamilton Ackies would end up one in the Champions League and the other one possibly in the Champions League well, next Champions season. League next yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and actually, I mean, given um, Newcastle's result on. Saturday, where they beat Tottenham, um, Eddie Howe and Graham Jones mm-hmm. doing a fantastic job there. Gosh, I mean, it's uh, you know, I mean, I mean, Newcastle are probably the true sleeping giant of British football. I mean, mm. if they were to build a, an, an eighty thousand seat stadium, they'd, f- they'd fill it every single. They game. would. You're right. Um, they now seem to have their finances on an even keel. Yeah. Um, I know it's contentious the fact that the money comes from uh, the Middle East and and it's all kind of slightly slightly worrying to well, some people. Yes, but it is. But a lot of clubs' money is coming from the Middle East. Correct. Correct. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and and <laughs> have they a duty to take the money? Well, probably yes. They've got to do the best they can for the football club. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other game that's finished um, is Sevilla Sevilla three, FC Copenhagen nil. Um, probably not a massive surprise. No, no, I wouldn't have thought so. The 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 games that are coming though. Um, there are some really big ones. Dynamo Zagreb kick off at uh, at eight o'clock against AC Milan. Um, Milan to win that. Let me ask you a question. Name a former St Johnson player who was once in the books of Dynamo Zagreb. Oh, now you. Oh, yeah, Nick Dasovic. Nick Dasovic. <laughs> You had me for a moment there. Um, yeah. Uh, what a cracking player. Um, good player. good Still side. a big Saints fan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you see him on Twitter yeah. and, and the Saints banter page mm-hmm. talking about things. Uh, great great side, Dynamo Zagreb, but I can't see um, them beating AC Milan. Uh, you Might never, get a draw. You never know because Milan have had some funny results in yeah, European that's true, football. I suppose, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. They've had some funny results, so you you just never know. I'm going to leave the big one in Scotland till last. Uh, RB Leipzig against Real Madrid. I, I think, think I'd, Real yeah, I would well, have thought you know, so, so. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, Borussia Dortmund um, against Manchester City. Well, you know, you would you would have fancied Dortmund, but. A greater result for Rangers last season when Rangers beat Dortmund. Mm. You know, so are they the Dortmund of old? Mm. Um, is that, Difficult. Is, is it, who's the English lad that's playing at Dortmund just now? The for, the forward, the young lad. Oh, um, um, yeah, Jay Bellingham. Yes, Bellingham. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. See how he comes up, goes up against uh, mm. the likes of Phil Foden. I presume they're both playing tonight. You know, one assumes so. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't got the teams. Um, uh, but it, I mean, Manchester City are kind of all well, conquering in this country. Well, Erling, Erling Haaland is all conquering, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. That's how true. many goals has he got so far? Is it twenty uh, odd? You know, uh, I'm not sure it's twenty uh, yet, but it's pretty close to it. No, don't wish him any harm. But um, he gets injured before the Scotland game. That's for sure. That's all I can say. <laughs> like, you know. Oh, shocker, shocker. Uh, there are two other games um, there uh, in. Um, Benfica v Juventus that'll be a big one that'll be a cracker yeah um, and Paris Saint-Germain against Maccabi Haifa I would expect PSG to win that I, yeah you would you would but it won't be easy because Maccabi are not bad. had some, some yeah, yeah. decent results they're not a bad side yeah. um, so the big one as far as we're concerned in this country Celtic at home to Shakhtar Donetsk yeah. Celtic have been pretty poor uh, so far Sh- Sh- I mean, they've been they've not been as bad as Rangers no, but no. they have not had great a great no. run Celtic have got to win and I think they will win yeah whether it'll be enough to take them into third in that group I don't know because I've got Real Madrid up next so mm. <laughs> Celtic have got to win and I think they will win um, and then tomorrow um, the other club um, as far as we're concerned uh, are in Napoli now for some reason Rangers I'm talking about obviously uh, for some reason um, there are no Rangers fans allowed at the ground now I'm not entirely sure what the reason is but um, yeah no Rangers travelling support well, there will be a travelling support. They'll just not be at the ground. They'll just not be at the ground. Uh, what is the reason for it? I, Do we I know? don't know, Peter, at all. I no, don't know. No. Just genuinely don't know. Um, so, and, and their group, obviously, uh, Ajax uh, against Liverpool um, is the other game in that group. Uh, quite an interesting mm-hmm. uh, group. But, again, Rangers have not been no. up, to, up to scratch in Europe. No, they and, and it's beginning now, uh, particularly... Um, from Saturday uh, against Livingston, it's beginning to look as though that form is kind of now coming into their league form. To be fair to them, they've got a lot of injuries. Yeah, but I mean, they've got, but they've got a massive, massive squad and Um, huge resources. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's they have. They have, but um, they're, they're missing. They're missing big players. Yeah, yeah, that's you true. Know, they're missing big players. Um, I can't see Rangers getting anything tomorrow. No, to be honest. No, and and can you see Celtic getting anything tonight? Yes. Yeah. I think they have to win. I think they will win. And and of course that will help their league form, which has been. I mean, they win, but it's been indifferent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. except on Saturday which was an extraordinary yeah. game yeah. but um, prior to that they were win- they've just been winning by one goal apart yeah, from yes, against yes, Abe's. yes uh, I mean, yes we'll not be reminded of that <laughs> McDermott mean, Parker no, you don't mind no. um, okay I'm still sh- suffering from that I mean, <laughs> from the elation and, and then shoot come on Saints let's get a winner let's get, come on let's get a winner and then oh no oh, yeah ah it's um, Dre Wright get off your I felt so sorry oh, for him because for it, him, you know yeah. I've had that myself when when you get that pain shooting through your ankle. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Dre Wright's been a good player for yes, us. Yes, uh, I agree He still is a good player for us. I agree. And he entirely. played in an advanced position on on Friday against Tibbs and he looked good. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and, the, and I mean, more or less playing as a winger. Yeah, mm. I, I, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a very very good player. Mm. Delighted to have him back at McDermott Park. Excellent player. Good signing. We've mentioned St Johnston's uh, game against Kilmarnock on Saturday. I'm, I don't want to say it's a must win, but I think it's one we we must win. I think it's one that 
uh, you know, yeah, I, 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 I alluded to the fact before they could go into the top six. Yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of the fixtures coming up. Mm. Uh, Rangers might find it difficult to get something from them. St Mirren away, I think well, we can get. Yeah, you, see, you could be right. St Mirren away, I think we can get something. St Mirren away, I. You see, I fancy if if Rangers go on. Um, with the form they're showing mm-hmm. at the moment, I fancy us getting a draw yeah. at least yeah. um, out of them. Yeah. So, okay. uh, you know, four points, maybe five over the next three games. Yeah, and then we've got Motherwell at home. I think St. Johnson have got to start going on a run now of picking up points. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it doesn't matter how they play. No, no. just um, get the points. Yeah. Um, a battling, a yeah. battling one-nil win would do me. Well, we've had great, good performances against Dundee United. Um, Celtic mm-hmm. um, and, and Hibs have been disappointing in other games the St Mirren game we were pretty no the St Mirren game we were fine. Yeah, yeah. that's the only home league game we've won this season the other three have been away from home Mother, Motherwell Gosh, yes, right, Motherwell actually. Hibs and Dundee United yeah so the home form's got to improve yeah yeah Fortress McDermott yeah. returns but one thing that really pleased me on Friday was we came from a goal behind aye that's the first time we've done that this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, but yeah. I'd, I'd love to see them get an early goal. Get an early goal. Just, just get an early goal. That's all um, we ask. Yeah, get an early goal. Uh, is do you subscribe to the? <laughs> and and I know it's nonsense. And before I even say this, I know it's nonsense. But do you subscribe to uh, the thing that there is such a thing as scoring too early? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I've heard managers say it, we scored too early. <laughs> Whatever time you score in a game, whether it's the first minute or the 91st minute, it counts as one goal. True. You know, But I if mean, it's nil-nil in the 91st minute, mm-hmm. you're much more likely to win than if it's nil. Yeah. If, if it's one-nil in the first but minute. A team, a, team <laughs> that, a team that goes one-up early on mm. should... Give that should give them the, the ethos yeah. and the, the confidence to go forward and get another... You know, um, but the problem is, to my mind, and I, I, as I say, I know this is nonsense, and I, you know, but um, the the difficulty I think some teams have with scoring early is they then can't decide whether to shut up shop or to push on. I take a schoolboy's attitude to that. Push on. Push go on. Go get another goal. Well, I... Get a second, go and get a third. I mean, what was it like when you played in the school playground? Same <laughs> as me. We're one the hand up, let's make it two, let's make it three, let's make it four. I yeah, mean, but then... I, I that, know, that was in the days when all 11 players were chasing the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I know it's, you, can, you can get yourself into a false sense of security, but a goal mm. up will relax. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I like seeing an early goal for St. Johnson, I've got to say. Yeah, I, I like seeing an early goal for St Johnston, and I, and I like and to see maybe two, perhaps three by half time. Yes, and it gets the crowd behind you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It gets the crowd behind you. Well, let's have a look, quick look at because uh, we've got about five minutes left. Um, let's have a quick look at the other games that are going on this weekend. Uh, Dundee United are at home to Motherwell. Yeah, that's a tricky one. I mean, most of most of the games in the Scottish Premier League are hard to predict. Mm. Uh, if you're asking me for my prediction, I'm going to go one or one. <laughs> I yeah, 
I'm afraid I can't really disagree with that. Um, it depends which Dundee United turn up. It's much the same as St. George's, isn't it? <laughs> it is, I'm afraid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think you're right. But, um, yeah, no, I think 1-1's probably a fair shout, actually, yeah. um, in that one. Hibs uh, v St. Mirren. Hibs at home again. Could be the same. St. Mirren are going ridiculously well. Yes, they are. Um, I know they, they, you know, they seem to be winning games that they really have no right to be winning, um, and and that's a worry. Yeah, um, but I think for from the St. Johnston point of view, as long as we're picking up points, we don't have to concern ourselves with other teams. No, you're absolutely right. Okay, uh, Rangers at home to Aberdeen. Now, depending, I suspect what happens tomorrow night mm-hmm. um, there will well I'm I, I guessing there will be changes in the Rangers team oh, anyway be, yeah. but if they produce a, a performance like they did against Livingston mm-hmm. there are going to be an awful lot of unhappy yes, punters at Ibrox and I think if Aberdeen want to achieve what they say they want to achieve they're going to have to start taking points at Ibrox and and, uh, yeah. and Barkhead yeah. even if it's a point yeah yeah, and 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 the problem is, uh, although they're I think sitting in third place with nineteen points, I think I'm I'm right in saying, um, they are not convincing. No. Okay, uh, St Johnston Kilmarnock we have looked at. So Sunday's games then, Livingston at home to Celtic. Livingston do well, usually play well at home against Celtic, but I think Celtic will edge it by a goal, goal or two. Two one. 2-1, okay. Um, yeah, that plastic pitch for me is, an, is a huge leveller. Um, and I, I, I'm not sure that the better players from Celtic will enjoy playing on it. Um, now, again, after tonight's game against Shakhtar, probably depending on what the result is, there will be big changes in that Celtic team. Yeah, there team. will be big changes. But and they've got masses and masses yeah, of have, players. But you have, but sometimes, you know, when you keep having, when you keep having to change your team, mm. you know, you don't get a settled formation, you know. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And finally then, um, in the Premiership next uh, Sunday, Ross County are at home to Hearts. Ross County have really got to to win, start winning. Um, I thought they would have picked up before now. Um, I'm going to go for a draw. I know I'm I'm sitting on the fence a lot tonight, but I'm going to go for a (laughs) 1-1. I can't... I think Hearts will edge that one. I, I, I really do. I thought Hearts played pretty well against Celtic, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have the added distraction of, of Europe anymore. Uh, so, yeah, I, I suspect Hearts may well edge that one. Um, in the uh, lower leagues, um, if I can find them, uh, we have got... Um, Wraith v Partick Thistle is the is I'm guessing the choice tie uh, yeah. in the championship. Wraith have really got to start putting a run together if they if they enjoy if they have mm. to join the aforementioned sides that I've mentioned in yeah. that top six because Wraith are, are capable of challenging for promotion, but they've got to start winning. And uh, in League One, Falkirk are away to Queen of the South. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a difficult it's one. A difficult one. I mean, yeah. it's it's one they, they should are. it's one they should win, but I think they, I would go for a draw. They they all are. That's the trouble. Um, elsewhere on uh, at the weekend, you've got Leicester v Manchester City. Uh, can't see much more than a Manchester. No, City Leicester win. have picked up, but mm. I mean they've not picked up to that extent. They they'll, 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 they'll stop Erling Haaland. Um, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, Tottenham. Uh, in a word, I think Tottenham should win that. Should win, might not win. Might not win. They were, they were disappointing against Newcastle. Mm-hmm. I think is the uh, what we can say. Mm-hmm. Brentford, Wolves. Oh, gosh, the um, uh, Wolves have a new manager yet? Uh, no, not sure. I know Aston Villa do. Yeah, yeah, uh, Emery, they, yeah. yeah they have yeah. the ex-Arsenal man. I'm going to go. There. I'm going to go for Brentford. Brentford, okay. Brighton, Chelsea. Um, well, Potter, an Potter's an old an team against his new one. Uh, yeah. I can't see anything much but a Chelsea win. I'm going to go um, for a draw. There you go. Oh, a draw. Okay. Uh, Brighton have not been great since uh, he left. No. Um, and where else are we? Newcastle v uh, Aston Villa. Eddie Howe against uh, Emery. It's going to be Newcastle. I know yeah. Aston Villa. Uh, uh, well, their caretaker manager dropped John McGinn from the side. At oh, last really? Weekend, yeah. Gosh. Right. Uh, and on that note, um, I have to say, Jim, thank you very much for you, for Peter. joining me tonight uh, and uh, keeping us right uh, with all things uh, football. Uh, Colin will be here. I see him next door through the window. I'm giving him a wave and he's smiling. So he's obviously set up and uh, and ready to go uh, <laughs> with with some. Um, now, I, last time I said odd tunes and uh, he berated me for that. So uh, not odd tunes, very good tunes. So I'm Peter Hay. I will say a very very good night to you, and thanks for listening. Good night, folks. Hospital Radio Perth's sports programmes are sponsored by A and B Taxis, keeping Perth moving. Taxis to meet your every need. A and B Taxis, getting Perth from A to B. You can't forget the number. Perth six three four five six seven. The Tuesday Team Talk podcast is brought to you in association with Andy's Man Club and the Chris Mitchell Foundation. Hospital Radio Perth supports the aims of both organisations in helping address issues of mental health and well-being among young men.